0: Speak to us, God, with clarity, with precision, with accuracy, This disambiguate every ambiguity. Let our word come not in parables, but let it come to us in plain language, that we will be able to assimilate, and be able to run with your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Somebody shout a big amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Thank you so much for, I just want to say God bless you all for coming today, and it's a joy, put your hands together for him, it's a hard work to do, amen, amen. Yesterday we were here, they were busy doing other things, so they couldn't get a chance to go through the song, so putting them on the spot is a lot of work to do. I just want to also thank God for everybody worshiping with us today, most especially those who worshiping with us for the first time. Mom, we love you. I hear so much about you. God bless you. I thank God for bringing you here safely. And the boy, I love you so much. God bless you. I see some new. Put your hands together for her. Your face doesn't look like new, it looks like I've seen the face before somewhere. But I thank God for your life. Amen. I've got a few minutes here and I just want to talk to us. Let's go to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Thank you, Lord. What happens here is that everybody who comes before the preacher, uh, the more they take much of the time, the more it affects the preacher. Because the preacher happens to be the last person before the end of the service. So when I ran late, they say the preacher made us late. But I believe you understand my situation. Amen. In the book of Corinthians, chapter 1, verse 8 to 10, there is a very profound thing there. And in the next few weeks, I'll be dealing with certain strong subjects. And the subject is going to be really profound. Paul, in this writing, we know how Paul became born again. he's a very controversial person and when you meet somebody who is very controversial in the attempt to violate the principles and the ordinances of God and he just once become born again it takes a lot of work other people became born again when the gospel was preached but Paul was such a such a troublesome boy such a troublesome gentleman that Jesus himself had to appear to him to make him become born again so His life is a very controversial one, and in his writing, he's used certain expositions for you to understand that he was a very dangerous person. He said, I was the chief sinner. He uses descriptions to make you understand that he was very worse in his life. So therefore, when he's talking, he talks from that level of understanding. Now Paul is writing to the Corinthians church and he makes a profound statement and he says, and I read, verse number 8, he says, We do not want you to be informed. We do not want you to be uninformed. Another translation said, We do not want you to be ignorant. He uses the Sabbath brothers about the hardship we suffered in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, so far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired even life. Indeed, in our heart we felt the sentence of death. But this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God, who raised the dead. He has delivered us from such a deadly peril. And he will deliver us. On him who has set our hope. That he will continue to deliver us. Amen. I want to minister on the subject of entitled. Don't be hopeless. Tell your neighbor don't be hopeless. Let me have the verse number 8 there again please. Tell your neighbor don't be hopeless. I don't think you know what your, your, your neighbor is going through. Look at the face of your neighbor and say, Neighbor, please don't be hopeless. Come on, say, Neighbor, please don't be hopeless. Now, Paul is saying that I want to plead with you. I like the translation. I think the NIV or the King James, one of them. Uh, this is the NIV. The King James says, brothers, or one of the translations, brothers and sisters. He uses expressions like brothers and sisters to make you understand that it's a family. And he uses brothers and sisters to say that this that I'm talking about, it will never be able, you will never be able to exempt yourself. I want you to be aware about it. And regardless about what I am telling you, bringing you to the place of understanding and bringing you to the place of knowledge, even being aware about it, you will still not be able to swerve it. I'm trying to tell you that I want to plead with you that the time has come in our life as we did what you were doing, as we did the things we are encouraging you to do, there will come a time as it came in our life that it got to a point we despair. We were even troubled trouble because we didn't know what was coming and even to the point that we thought we would lose our lives. In the year 2021, I don't know whether you've been through before, but there are times when you become so much trouble that you don't even know what is coming tomorrow. I normally say that as a believer, sometimes if you even become helpless, don't become hopeless. Because the strength of the believer is subjected on our hopefulness in life. Amen. The Bible said, The meaning of hope means a feeling of expectation and desire for a particular thing to happen. Another translation says that a feeling of trust. The strength of the believer is based on our ability to hope. You can be helpless, but don't be hopeless. Tell your neighbor, don't be hopeless. That which triggers help to come is not help, it is hope. I don't know what situation you are in right now. And look as if every man, every woman have deserted you. And look as if all hell is breaking loose. If you can hold on to your hope, your hope is your expectation and your desire that something great will be coming. I believe when you are in that disposition, your hope will come to you speedily in the name of Jesus. In Proverbs chapter 23 verse 18, the Bible it says, for surely, he for surely there is an end and thy expectation shall not be cut off. It is your hope that triggers the hand of heaven to speak into your life. I was so blessed when I had Minister Mary quoting a scripture uh, in Romans chapter 5 verse 5. It said, now hope does not disappoint. Hope will never disappoint you. As you hope in the Lord, you will never be disappointed. It doesn't matter what stands against you. It doesn't matter how reality, how the situation and the, and the reality of life will make you feel. He said, hope will never fail you. As you keep on hoping, you trigger the hands of heaven to respond into your life. Come on, tell your neighbor, keep on open. It's because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. I want you to be hopeful in your life. In Isaiah chapter 66 verse 8, the Bible said that who has ever heard of such a thing? Who has ever seen things like this? Can a country be born in a day, or a nation be brought forth in a moment? Yet no sooner is Zion in labor than she give birth to her children. I like the other translation. Let me have King James. The Bible said as soon as Zion travels, she brought forth her children. There is a pain that you go through that triggers your hope to be manifested. The Bible said that as long as Zion did not travel, I want you to look at traveling as a moment of discomfort. As a moment where you lose control. When a woman is in labor, she knows that what she's doing is going to trigger the baby to come. But she doesn't know the extensity and the extent to which she must go because she's in deep pain. And as a believer, Paul wants you to understand, we have gone through perilous time, a time that we lost control of our consciousness. And the believer have been taught that anytime you go through pain, it means that God has deserted you. Some of the troubles Paul was talking about, it was not because God has left them, but it was because God was with them. And your time you go through trouble, not because God has deserted you, but because God is with you. And this was a man who has gone through difficult moments. And when he went through difficult moments, the only thing that kept him hopeful is the word of God. If you walk on this planet earth and everything you want to relate to sensually, it impaired and cripples and imprison your ability to hope beyond your circumstances. I am here to tell you there are times where so you may not see any signs of rain, you may not see any clouds in the sky. It said, but the valley shall be filled with ditches. What I want you to know empowers the believer to hope is based on the premise of the word of God. And so we came to a point where we even wish we were dead. Who is talking here? It's the person who knew God. There are times that you feel like giving up. Paul is saying that we went through difficult moments. Come and tell your neighbor, hope in the Lord. In John chapter 12, verse 24. The Bible said most assuredly I say unto you unless a grain of wheat falls onto the ground and die it remains alone but if it dies it produces much grain let me not rush you to subject because of time I'll continue this week precious one there is a moment regardless of how nice you are no matter the prophecies you've received The prophecy will take you through some storms that you wouldn't want to go through. According to the mandate of the wheat... According to the grain of wheat, the Bible said that when it goes through pain, it goes through a moment of discomfort, it goes through a moment when things become so helpless, and things begin to tell you you have to be hopeless, but when you know what God has said concerning you, it said that as the wheat falls on the ground, it remains alone, but when it dies, the place of death is a place of discomfort. It's a place when God does not appear, it means that you be put to shame but God said I should tell somebody under the sound of my voice that maybe you have come to a place where you cannot even help yourself but God said so far as my word is in your life regardless of whatever comes against you, regardless of the number of people who fight against you, no matter, no regardless about the people who speak against you, regardless of the people who rise up against you, regardless of the point you have gotten to if the word of God is in you and you can find hope in the Lord. He said I should tell you that you will rise again. Regardless of what men have said about you. Regardless about how much they are saying about you. If the word of God comes into your life it will bring hope. It said that when the grain of wheat, those of us who have been farmers, I don't know whether you've been planting seed before, but when I was very young, I used to plant cucumber seed. I used to plant corn seed. And sometimes you, when you look at the seed dying and losing its beauty, sometimes you you, you will never believe that it will germinate. But because that is how God has programmed it, nothing can change the programming of God. If you try to violate and trate, and try to prevent, from happening, then you bring it to a point of dysfunctioning and ineffectiveness. But when God has called us into the body of Christ, the Bible said, If you want to follow me, I want you to pick your cross. Your cross is your pain. When you let go your cross, you let go the glory. The glory of Jesus was not in anything than the cross. When Jesus left the cross, he left the glory. But when he picked the cross, After coming from Gethsemane. After coming from the place of pain. it said this cross I need it. Regardless of the pain. Regardless of the anguish. I am here to tell somebody under the sound of my voice. If you know the God who called you. And the God whom you have believed. Know that hope is coming into your life today. Oh somebody, you don't know what I'm talking about. When you look at the bills you have to pay, when you look at the credit card, and you look at the loan, and you look at the mortgage, and you see the way life is looking at you, when you calculate with your own intellect, you begin to know that in the next 30 years, there is no possibility with the income you are receiving to be able to pay off those those dead. But God said, I should tell you, when you look at your own strength, the Bible said that by strength shall no man prevail. He said, I should tell you that there is a limitation to a strength of a man. But they that trust in the Lord and lean not in the on their own understanding, but in all their way acknowledging God and waiting upon the Lord. The Bible said, they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. It is not because they have the ability to renew their strength. Uh, is because they have waited upon the Lord. Uh, and that is what gives them hope. Uh, the hope of their comfort is predicated on the ability to look forward to God. When I heard the man of God preaching last week, he said, look unto Jesus. He said, gaze unto him. And as far as you look unto him, regardless of the pain that comes into your life, regardless the Bible said, he said, we were struck down, that we even lost hope to leave. We even lost the comfort to look into the future. But because we are gazing on the Lord, I know strength is coming to somebody right now. I say strength is coming to somebody right now. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs> Oh, oh, I am dying. Somebody, the grain of wheat is dying. I'm going somewhere, be with me. I'm left with 10 minutes. I'll do the part two next week. There is a pain you go through in Romans chapter 15, verse 4. It said, For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance, uh, the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they they provide, we might have. One What? Ah, come on, come on. You don't understand what I'm talking about. Um, There are things that you will talk about uh, that Sarah had to depend on God. uh, Even when it got to a point where her body was not able to conceive. Uh, The Bible said her hope in the Lord Uh, caused her to conceive. Uh, I am here to tell you your situation hasn't got any chance to bounce back. uh, But because of your hope, uh, strength is coming upon you. Uh, God is about to strengthen your feeble knee. Uh, the devil thought it was over with you because he didn't know you had an an extraordinary strength that is not coming from your inside being, that is not coming intrinsically but it is coming from above and if it's coming from above then nothing shall be able to trample it I am here to tell you that the reason why Jesus came back was because even when he was dead he was still hopeful into the word that I've been spoken I am here to tell somebody who is going through pain who has lost comfort who has lost everything man has exerted you man has given up on you god said i should tell you that the scriptures that have been written have been written not for you just to read but for it to give you hope come on shout hope you you have no idea. Some of you are very good with calculations. But sometimes you calculate. And the calculation doesn't work the way you want it to work. When you do the plus and minus, no amount of mathematical combination can cause it to be equal to. As a math teacher, there are certain questions that we encounter. And one of the questions could be, they will give you 2 plus 3 plus minus 1 divided by 2. And in big math, you'll be told to put a bracket around some of the numbers so that you'll be able to get the answer it gives you. There are times you would do it with all your calculations and still not be able to be equal to. her. But regardless about the impossibility, you see the equation. When God on the scene, the Bible said he will make a way not because there is a way, he will make a way because he wants to make a way. He will make a way where there seems to be no way. What at all, as the doctor said, what at all, as your manager said, what at all, as your marriage said, what at all is your finances telling you? I came to tell somebody if you can hope in the place of hopelessness, God will make a way in the name of Jesus. Jesus, uh, i want to talk about pain some of you don't like pain uh, anything that triggers pain you say it is not of god in psalm 33 verse 22 the bible said that uh, uh, may your unfailing love be with us they said may your un- unfailing love that's what huh? is a rest upon us oh lord even as we put our word our hope in you I am at this preach I will do the part two next week because of time. But what I want you to understand is not because it is possible that is why it will become possible. It is possible because you hope in the Lord. Praise the Lord. I don't know where you are but I want you to understand that don't let your hope go. Don't allow your hope to all to go. Keep on your hope. Amen. Now, next time, please. You're making Pastor become late because those of you in front of us make sure we are on time. Amen. Let me deal with one more, then we go. Your hope can only be triggered by God. Hallelujah. Now the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11 make a profound introduction. It was written by Paul, the same man. He said, "Now faith is a substance of the things hoped for. It's the evidence of things, not seen, The ability of a believer is subjected on your hope. It said now faith is a substance of the things hopeful, The evidence of things not seen. I like it when it says that by faith. But it said by it. It said by it. Well, come on, go back. It said by it the elders receive a good report. How many want good report in the house? Oh, you have no idea. I want you to understand that when you want to see the glory of God. And he said by this the elders the word elders mean those who preceded you if those who preceded you succeeded based on the quality of their hope don't let your hope go down i am here to tell somebody next week i'll be doing a part two and i i i just wanted next time let's make sure i have enough time precious one i am here to tell you that sometimes we go through the furnace. We go through the anguish. We go through perilous time. We go through challenging time. We come to a place where we even despair whether God said what he said. There are times whether you ask yourself did God say it? he will bless me this year 2021? Did God really said it? Did God really promise me? Because this was where I was last year and I had a voice from God telling me that he would do it suddenly, abundantly above all I can think or even imagine But yes, still, I've come to a place where it looked like repeatedly and recurrently, I am going through the same pain. What the devil is doing is for you to lose your hope. I want you to understand if you can hope in the Lord, you will see the glory of God. Don't let your hope go. Don't let your hope go. Tell your neighbor, don't let your hope go. It said it is impossible, the verse number 6, it said it is impossible to please God. It is impossible to please him when you don't have hope. I want you to stand on your feet. I don't have much time. Stand on your feet. I want you to pray to God right now. I know maybe you see your human intellect, you your human understanding, you have come to a place where you want to give up on something and you want to say it is over. When you say it is over, over, you are not hoping possibility in the situation. I want you to pray. I don't know which situation you want to pray about. I don't know what is making you hopeless. What is, what wants you to be hopeless in. But I want you to pray in that situation. God can turn your weeping into dancing. God can bring the situation to resuscitate itself. He can bring it back to life. The Bible said, he said, the devil came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. When something to destroy, it dies. The Bible said, he said, the God who gave us, Hour. He gives us hope, and that is why he raised the dead. Today there is a death situation going to rise again. If you hold on to your hope in the Lord, Yes, Lord.
1: Jehovah.
0: You are all I want, You. somebody here, you had a dream that you were being chased by a mad person. I pray that every demonic manipulation and enchantment against your life may it be cut off. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, that every situation that look helpless may you not lose your hope in the name of Jesus. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice today. May you receive hope into that hopeless situation. I pray in the name of Jesus that may God strengthen you. May God empower you. May every impossibility that you have closed the chapters of your life in, I pray that may possibility open through the power of hope. In the name of Jesus. I pray over your life, you will not be a beggar in the name of Jesus You will not be put to shame in the name of Jesus You will not be disgraced in the name of Jesus You will not be unfavored in the name of Jesus I pray over your life today in the name of Jesus that receive grace in the name of Jesus Receive favor in the name of Jesus I pray that may the strength of God be available to you In the mighty name of Jesus whatever voice you have had that make you that made you come to the place feeling hopeless i pray today that hope is coming into your way in the name of jesus every part of your body missing that have been taken by the doctors i pray that may hope restore it to you in the name of jesus i pray that hope has come to you walk in the power of hope in jesus name